Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Dynamo Abroad podcast. Hosting this week is Eric, because Alex is absent. Um, so with us this week, coming from across the pond, is Dima. Dima, how's it going from your tub, from your bath? <laughs> Please stop talking like that. I don't like it. But um, yeah, uh, good and bad. Uh and you probably know what's bad. What is what's bad is pretty obvious, so I won't get into it for now. But how are you guys? I, mean, I think I'm in the same boat as you. Um our other uh our other host, Komar, coming from also across the pond, although a little further east. How's it going? Well, Dynamo wise not that well. Um uh other aspects we we have to see but united recently bounced back with two wins so not that bad another game on saturday then i'm also playing this weekend so we'll see if the mood will be better yeah we'll see at uh, the next episode if i will be available yeah i mean I know both of you, well, we all have a lot of thoughts on what we saw from the uh, UPL match against LNZ as well as the cup match against Obolon. Um I will say this um, before we get into the matches as well as some of the news and insights from some notable exclusions from the team. Football Manager 24 is coming out in about a month, and this will be the first football manager that I've ever played that I will not do a save with Dynamo in. Why? Because I am sick of it. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't I don't blame you for having a break, to be quite honest with you. I have done one, and the, I have had years in the past where I've been like, I'm not doing it, but then I get sucked into it, and I end up doing it, and I'm just a glutton for punishment because it always ends horribly with me refusing offers for players on my team that I don't want to sell and then Surkis stepping in and selling them. And then oh. I have no one left in my squad and every, every young star wants to leave for a bigger club and then they get pissed off and just, it's just bad. Um, so this will be the first football manager that I do not have a Dynamo save in. And honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to it because given the state of the club, I have no desire to manage a Dynamo yeah. squad right now. Try yeah. Manai, try Manai this, this year. You should be interesting. That. I should do that. I should and do do, that. do a Bilbao Athletic Bilbao style save. So you play only Zakarpatian footballers. I, that th- would... I think Max would all, cream all over that. Max would cream all over. That. Yeah, yeah. Shout out <laughs> to Max. Uh, if he's oh. listening, he probably will be listening. So, yeah. Shout out, Max. That's for you. Um, all right. So let's jump into the matches. We had a win in the UPL against LNZ. Um, Decent match. I mean, I would have finished four to two. Four to two, yeah. yeah. So another recently promoted side that we won four to two against, but still conceded two goals, which I believe it was the same result in the in the UPL match when we played Obolon. Um, yeah. And then second time around facing Obolon, this time in the Ukrainian Cup, and we lost one nil and were knocked out of the Ukrainian Cup. But no reason to panic because the plan all along was to only focus on the Ukrainian Premier League. So. Everything is going according to plan. No need to hit the panic button. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of takeaways from these matches. I know both of you have a lot of thoughts. So let's, all right, let, let's just start off with the good news. Three points secured against LNZ. Probably a match we should be winning and collecting three points against. Um, recently promoted side again. I think this was to be expected, but what were both of your thoughts on the match? Well, first of all, I need to apologize uh, to uh, Oleg Duluk because I forgot he he became a manager. Last time I, I said I don't remember <laughs> who the new manager is. And yeah, I, I have to say uh, they played like mostly like an hour of the game. It was in Ellen's favor. They just didn't take the chances. They should have, I think. Uh, but yeah, go, uh, going back to the beginning, great rocket from Brashko. I think I never seen something like this from Sidorchuk because he's on, only just you know launching those rockets very like the surface air missiles. And Brashko, it was like the horizontal one, very good shot. I think it was like thirty meters uh, far from the goal. 
And first 15 minutes, I have nothing but praise for Dynamo. Uh, and then I believe uh, some midfielder from uh, uh, from Alenza got injured and then Boyko uh, was subbed on and it's totally changed. The game totally changed. I, I think uh, we had... Uh, a big advantage in shots at the beginning and at the end of the first half it was a tie i think nine to nine or something like that so uh lnz pressed really hard and uh, yeah I, I don't remember the sequence of the goals but uh i think they equalized from a penalty in the second half after the period of uh, applying great pressure was. And then it was the moment of genius from Braško and Jermolenko. So, uh, yeah, another shout out to Braško. And uh, uh, it may sound stupid in comparison to what we're going to say later, but uh, Luchescu hit the jackpot with the uh, subs. He um, he subbed in Voloshin, who was very active, but he picked up a stupid yellow card <laughs> right after he uh, entered the pitch. But uh, well, four two. I mean, I mean, it was a pretty eventful game. I even bought a subscription on Megago for that, and I'm not regretting it. Um, um, there was some good moments uh, for Dynamo. There were like the worst uh, periods, uh, but I think it's uh, largely thanks to the fact that LNZ is not. Uh, bad side. I didn't back them at the beginning for being relegated. I think they'll be comfortably, they'll stay in the UPL. And uh, actually, I liked how they played and I think I'll be uh, watching them closely for the uh, remainder of the season. Yeah. Um... I think that's fair. I mean, I think weren't there two goals scored in stoppage time? They scored, and then Voloshin scored like a minute or two after that. Yeah, one of them was. Okay, I thought like it was like three one from a lot of what as it got towards the end because Bujanski yeah. had a penalty right oh, after yeah, the yeah. Yeah. goal, and that was like three two for a minute or two, and then Voloshin yeah. scored for two and he killed the game. I think that was the sequence. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the right. intreha wasn't there. Like it was for like sixty seconds or ninety seconds. Right. Uh, still, right. Yeah. I agree. I mean, Luchescu. I mean, an, another rare stroke of genius from him, which I guess I would just attribute to blind luck, where substitutions that he puts on actually pay dividends for us. But Dima, what thoughts on the match? Anything different? Yeah, I mean, you got you got the three points, but once again, so shaky at the back, so so shaky in defense. That that penalty we gave away with Karavayev. I mean, that mistake he made where 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 he like he controlled. Yeah, I forgot about arm. that. Yeah. He controlled it with his arm, didn't he? I mean, yeah, exactly. Like pop off against Besiktas. I think if, it was one to one, like uh, schoolboy mistake. If 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 this happened in a Sunday league. I think that that player would get a right, you know, he would get slaughtered in the in the dressing room, wouldn't he? And this is a professional, established international footballer, brain dead defending, right? Brain dead, right? It's it's just, it's it's just not acceptable, right? We did, you know, well before we found our way back into the game, like you said, it was you know on shots it was equal, you know. I think Bouchard made some pretty good saves. I thought Bouchard yeah. had a pretty good game. Um, we finally, I believe Diallo started in this game as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I believe he was active, but yeah. uh, nothing nothing came out of his yeah. activities. I mean, he well, was he visible on the pitch. Ball, but... but, you know, they could have gone in on a on a different day, but, you know, it mm -hmm. wasn't that effective. But, um, yeah, I mean, in, in, in the second half, uh, we, we went into the... Uh, we went into the break. Uh, it was two one. Oh, no. was, we went into the break. It was two one, wasn't it? Oh yeah, okay. And um, oh, excuse me, excuse me. I'm look. I'm looking at the completely wrong game. It was one one. <laughs> it was one one. Um, yes, it, not at the yeah. break. It was well, after no. the break. 
It wasn't the it, break. No, I'm talking absolute rubbish. Sorry, I was looking at the It was 1-0 at the break, right? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it was 1-0 at the break. Um, and they equalized. And I thought honestly, I didn't I didn't see us um getting back into the game after that. Not not getting back in, but going back into the lead. And it took a uh, um a moment of pretty much genius from Yarmolenko to to um to put us back into the lead. I thought it was a really good finish. Um an assist for for Brashko as well after his goal, which is um which is good to see. But um yeah, after that, I mean, it kind of, it, it was kind of, they got, we got another, we got a penalty. Um, then we went, you know, 3 1 up. Then they equalize, not they don't equalize, but they get another goal. And, you know, it could have been anyone's, um, you know, if they pushed on a bit, you know, it was extra time at the time. Sorry. But, you know, it was very, it was a bit nervy for me. Uh, once again, I mean, shambolic in defense. In attack, I thought we were decent, but, you know, not. Not nothing spectacular. I was quite disappointed with Vanat as well, to be quite honest with you. I feel like he's been really quite underperforming recently compared to what he was doing. You can see how we look without Vanat and we're going well, we'll yeah, be going yeah. back to that. Well, without Vanat, we're even worse, there's no question about it. But I feel like there's more more uh, that he could uh more that he could provide. Um but yeah, once again, uh how many times I've said it, I don't know, but Bilovar absolutely shambolic in defense. Um and yeah, I think that's that's as much as we can say. I mean, end of the day, right? It's a newly promoted side, right? We expect to be being these teams where we have established international players in our team. We, you know, our players are on far higher wages than their team, probably higher quality. So, you know, this is not really any indicator of anything, to be honest with you. Um but yeah, three points. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I agree with both of you. I, I mean, I think without the not, we'll get onto that in a moment. But I do think that he has been underperforming a little bit recently. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I, again, I was, I didn't want to hit the panic button at towards the beginning of the season when some of these cracks in our defense were, um, were evident. But, you know, I think, Dima, you've been spot on in terms of the uh, the issues at the back, as well as you know what that poses for the rest of the season. I mean, if we're doing this against teams like Obolon and Elanze, no disrespect. I mean, I, I'm sure as Komar said, Elanze will you know survive the drop and be a competitive side. But again, like Dima mentioned, when we've got a team that on paper should have best of the some of the best players in the UPL internationals and things like that you know it's just it's not really acceptable and i know that matches aren't played on paper but still um there's just you know there's a certain standard that should be expected from players that represent this club and i just don't think we've seen that for a while i think progressively over the years it's gotten worse and worse and it just kind of makes me think the treble season you know was that just the stars aligned that year and everything kind of came together. And I don't want to call it a fluke, but, you know, was it just everything just, we kind of got lucky and everything clicked. Um, it's looking and like now, it. And, and exactly. And now we're starting to see really what the issues with this team are. And, you know, I know obviously Shaparenko being out for a season didn't help, but still, I mean, it's like I take a look at this squad right now, and I think without Yarmolenko, I shudder to think what we would be doing creatively. You know, it's just, I know that there was some skepticism about, you know, having an aged former Dynamo player join, but I, I couldn't, the more I watched, the more I couldn't be happier that he joined because I think that he's. You know, I know Bujalski has been given the captain's armband, but I think Yarmolenko is more of a captain than. I said that, yeah. I yeah, but pretty much anyone on the on the team, both in terms of his presence, um, his mentality, but also what he does on the pitch. But I said that the and, other week, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think that's spot on. I think that's spot on. Um, and I'm not really big on you know, regardless if they're a former club player or not, that as soon as they join or rejoin the side, you immediately give them the captain's armband, but. In this case, I just don't think anyone else is really deserving of it. Yeah. Um, and there's really no one that inspires the team. There's no one that galvanizes us that, you know, helps spur us on to, 
you know, bring up the performance of the collective. And I think that that was especially apparent in a match that I'm going to turn over to the two of you now, where we embarrassingly were knocked out of the Ukrainian Cup by recently promoted side and city rival, Obolon Kiev. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, but like, I don't want to hear about we're focusing on the UPL and whatever other bullshit tin pot mentality that I've heard from Surkis. Your focus is on whatever competitions you're in, period. Yeah um at yeah, any rate exactly what 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 were your thoughts on the match against obolon well, maybe yeah and maybe we'll start from the end yeah, i'm just gonna drop something in and Dima, you, you may start because i started the first one so this is the first time in a decade we didn't beat any round of the cup so uh, lucescu uh, record breaker Thank you very much. First time since I think 2012 or 2013. Uh, yeah. And some things from the presser. I think it's the first time uh, while uh, Luchescu is the is the Dynamo coach, he said he was wrong. And we will come back to <laughs> why he said that. But I think uh, yeah, over to you, Dima. Yeah, I mean, as I said at the start, they're fucking embarrassing. It's, it, it, it's, I just, it's got to that point now where I'm not going to run. I'm not going to get really angry. I wasn't very angry after the game because it's that point now where I'm not saying I, I thought we were going to yeah, lose. Same, same. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying that I thought we would lose this game, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, we lost this, but am I really surprised? No, no, I'm not surprised at all because we came into the game, uh, like like we're gonna you know we're we're gonna say it you know without a striker right we played with um uh what's his name Benito up top right I don't know I don't know how this guy has survived four seasons at the club right I'm not making him a scapegoat but he's not good enough to be at this club right end of not not good in any way shape or form I don't care if he gets a goal and an assist here and there he's just not good enough and it it showed right um. Once again, I mean, Bilovar, I mean, th this is seriously, again, I'm not going to make him a scapegoat because the whole team was shit, but this guy has seriously got to be one of the worst players I've ever seen play for this club. Like, I, if you watch the highlights, right, if you go back and watch the highlights and you see the first half, every shot of Bologna was taking, and, and that was a lot, it was a lot of shots, by the way, every shot they were taking, it was his man. It was him either losing his position or losing his man or, you know, not getting close enough or, as always, you know, it's like they're both, you know, flying about. They're not, you know, like a centre-back. They're supposed to be, one's coming, one's going. You know, they're supposed to be balancing. With us, it's two clowns flying about their pitch, right? Miles apart from each other, giving the, the, the opponent as much space as you can. Oh, yeah, go on then, right, go on then. Take a pop, go on, go on. Let's see if our goalkeeper will make a save, you know? And it was... Yeah, and by the way, if it wasn't for Nesheret, who made some very good saves, by the way, it would have been more than one. Uh, now, mind you, Kichak, who was a um, former Dynamo player, of course, uh, he he uh, he made some good saves as well. But yeah, it was, it's it's just it was just embarrassing. We came up against a team who you know they're newly promoted, right? But you can't tell me that you that they didn't want it more than us. You know, they weren't afraid to, you know, get stuck in. They weren't afraid to take some risks. Yeah, this is what we'll never see, right? With us, we've got fucking Shepilev coming on to, to 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 play on the wing, right? I mean, what 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 kind of a just why not why why not have that young young guy on the bench? What's his name? The the one that's been doing it for the under nineteens lately, Ponomarenko. Uh, Ponomarenko, right? Yeah. yeah. Why not have him on the bench? Uh, well, why not? there was Tarenko on the bench, but he didn't feature. Okay, so why, if you're, it, it just beggars belief. I mean, why would you have Shepilev on the on the bench and coming off, uh, coming on, sorry, to play on the wing? When was the last time he made a, he made an assist to score a goal? When? Well, See, last season at the end, I think. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually played like two, three games on the left wing, and he was no, he like, no, better, he like in the, in the midfield. So, did, uh, this was funny. Let's be honest. Saying that he's better in the midfield than in the midfield isn't saying much because he's fucking shit. But anyway, um, 
the one positive I can think of is Voloshin, who, I mean, last season, he, I don't know, I, I said it a few times, and I don't know, maybe it was just me, but he kind of looked very stiff to me last season, like very like wooden, like not really gelling, not really clicking. This season, he looks a bit more um, uh, like uh, how he played for the under-19s, like dribbling more, you know, taking his man on, shooting, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what more you can say, to be honest with you, because there's there's nothing to analyze. There's no style of play. There's no nothing. There's no ideas. It, it's there's it's just nothing there. I mean, another person who kind of put in a good shift was Dubin Chuck. I felt, but apart from that, it, it, dead, right? Absolutely dead. And this this manager, who what was he talking about in the presser? Oh yeah, the referee, as fucking always. And uh, who was it? Brashko as well. Did he? What did he say about Brashko? I think that he was poor. Just he was poor. He was poor. He was too sloppy yeah. for, that, for their goal. He was way too sloppy. He should have, you know, should have controlled it better. You know, if you, if need must, then clear it. You know, but he shouldn't have been, you know, doing whatever he was doing. But it wasn't his fault that we couldn't score a goal, right? If he didn't make that mistake, we still wouldn't have scored, right? So you, yeah, can't, yeah. you can't blame this on one on one player who's not even a striker. Well, yeah, you know? and whatever. Like uh, another thing you mentioned, tactics, right? And you mentioned the pressers. So I think I have like two points. Oh, I just one more, to... just one more thing, right? Every, yeah, okay. Every attack, right? Every attack we have, it's the exact same, right? It's so easy to read. It just goes left, middle, right. Right, middle, left. I mean, our opponents can read us like a book, right? And it's just, it's like, it's like the saying goes, you know, insanity is trying the same thing over and over again. This is exactly what we do. And I mean, I'm going to get like the award for saying the most obvious thing uh, of the year, I think. But something tells me we need a new manager. You know, something is telling me that this isn't good enough. I don't know how long I've been saying it now, but I mean, at any other club, the writing would have been on the wall a year ago, right? But this this is not a serious outfit now. Dima, we're going to win the league, remember? Yeah. No, listen, right, listen. <laughs> listen, I'm going to let you talk. I'm, I'll let you I'll let you carry on in a minute, right? But if first of all, yeah. obviously, we, we haven't... Even if we did make the European Conference League, we wouldn't have a chance in hell to win that. Uh, the cool book were out. If we win the league, right? It's not going to be said. It's not. Be- it's not because we're good. It's because everyone else. Like if we win the league, that's going to be more of a, a condemnation of the, all the other teams instead of us. I mean, let listen, right? I don't think we're going to win anything, right? Watching games like that, we're not going to win shit, right? We're not going to win shit because if we're struggling so much against uh Lanzer and. Uh, or Bologna and everyone and everyone here and there. I mean, what when we come up against Shakhtar, right? And I mean, they've been very like we're we're kind of lucky that they're so poor this season, um, because they've been dropping points left and right as well. But if we come again up against them, who do have higher quality players than than Obolon, then I'm sorry, but what chance have we got? But anyway, I'll let you carry on. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to recall what I was going to say. Yeah, first thing, um, I think Luchescu also said at the presser that the players lack motivation. So my question is, who the fuck motivates players uh, if not the manager, right? So who has to motivate them? So yeah, Malenko is like the assistant manager. He has to motivate players. Or is there like a, uh, another... Um, um, paid by Surkis person that motivates people. So, I don't know, coach, maybe Alexey Arestovich. I know he's he's like the life coach or something. He um, he said some uh, very nice things about women last time, I think. Oh, was like some... <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, going back to the topic, I think um, um, I think uh, like 90% of the fault uh, of this exit from the cup is on Luchescu because he failed with the tactics he failed with picking up the bench uh, he failed with the subs uh, well he failed pretty much with like everything i think that um, we tried to play a different uh, like the 
similar football than we did with LNZ, and it didn't work. Um, the midfield was too high up. I think Braszko was too high up, and there was like a huge hole between him and uh, the centre backs, which was used by Obogon. You're flying uh, about the pitches always. Yeah, and after after our offensive subs of Ramadani and Sirota, uh, well, oh, Jesus Christ, yeah, <laughs> Yarmolenko was moved to actually, the actually, number to nine. Right? He scored, ne- didn't he? He nearly scored off a corner. To be fair, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, nearly, nearly. That's all. We, we had, had a couple of good chances, but it was after 80th minutes, so uh, yeah, well, too late, a little too late. They, we did have a good chances, but they had good chances as well. So I think. Yeah. It was, exactly. you know, we can't even say that, oh, you know, the goalkeeper bailed them out, you know, they got lucky. Because to be honest with you, they had the chances to win the game and they took them. But yeah. Yeah, so, um, like, you move Yarmolenko to number nine because obviously Benito was useless. He, tra- he tried to be Vanat, but he's too slow and too sloppy to be Vanat. Uh, so Yarmolenko stepped into non- number nine, but he still was the main creative force. So, he basically uh, he went to the right wing and there was nothing no one in the box to end his crosses and his passes so that was absolutely useless so if you uh, put someone on the uh, false nine he's got, he has to receive the ball not to you know not to do creative tasks because uh, then there's no one on the other end so this was pretty useless I think uh, during the game, I thought it would be better to put Bujalski on false nine because he also played there. And uh, he usually, in Dynamo, he usually passes and makes assists, but he can also finish. So that would maybe work. But of course, Lucescu didn't think of that. And I am no manager, but uh, except in football manager. But uh, yeah, I thought it would, it would, would be, would be better than what we had at the end. Because there was really no one to finish the chances. Uh, well, I think we need to touch on the fact that uh, Vanat was uh, out of the squad. And during the game, I think Krylozo Tohorski said that he was rested. But uh, I think I read that Zvierov said he was, he was we injured. We haven't got bloody what? European games, have we? What are we resting him for? Fucking Alexandria. <laughs> Yeah, but he'll be ready for Alexandria, apparently. Oh, great. Yeah, we're going to preview it in a, in a minute, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't have a striker on the bench. We didn't have a striker even on the field because Benito is not a striker. He's a fade winger. Uh, so, um, other thing, Luchescu said he he was it was his mistake that he didn't bench Ponomarenko. So, he traveled with them uh, to the game, but he didn't feature on the bench. So... This is like the scuba mistake, I think. Uh, I also told you that in Football Manager, I also keep some strikers on the bench because you never know what happens exactly. uh, to one you field on the pitch or you want to change tactics. You, you maybe want to bring on another one. But yeah, that's that's very rookie mistake. I think the only uh, really offensive uh, sub was uh, Voloshin and it was also Tsarenko on the bench but he wasn't used and the other subs were like I know yeah I have no explanation for that and uh, it seems Luchesko also didn't have one so yeah we are out of the cup and next up is Alexandria any thoughts on it? <laughs> I mean yeah it was, it was arrogant it was arrogant not to have insurance on the bench right? Why not? Why not? Just give me a reason. Why not just try Ponomarenko? At least he's a natural striker, right? At least. It'll yeah. give him some confidence, right? And also, why is Voloshin on the bench all, all of a sudden? Like, I don't mind Diallo being given a chance. I'd rather I'd much rather it be him than uh Kabaev. But why is Voloshin being benched, right? He scored a good goal against Worskla. He uh and then he was benched in the next game. He scored. He came off uh off the bench and he scored a goal against Alenza and he's benched again. I mean, what? How is this supposed to build these players' confidence if you scored two games running and you're still on the bench? I mean, what is this guy doing? It just it just makes no fucking sense to me at all. Some of these decisions, like they they are completely illogical and irrational. 
So yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's done now. Um, I I wasn't expecting any. I'm not. I don't expect anything from any game anymore. Right? I wasn't even expecting anything against Ellen there. Not saying I think we'll lose, but you know, I don't have high expectations anymore. And this shows when, like, you know, we lose a game like this, like we get slapped up by Oberloin and, you know, so what? And this is the state we're in now. Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much all that can be said on that. Um, just, I agree, it's a little arrogant to not have insurance on the bench. It's actually very arrogant, um, but just hugely disappointing. Um, <clears throat> hopefully we can bounce back against Alexandria. Um and I will turn it over to the two of you to talk a little bit about them. But uh, in terms of just a quick overview, so Alexandria are currently sitting in 11th and I'm over in 5th. Now, it's worth noting that we have three matches that we still need to make up. And this is kind of frightening, but if we win all three of those matches, we jump up to first place um, in the league by three points because Shakhtar are currently in first with 18 points. We have 12 points with three matches to go. So if you add nine to that, that would jump us up to, to 21 points, which would put us first in the league. Um, but like I said, just something to keep in mind that we still have three matches that need to be made up. Um, Alexandria have actually scored the second lowest number of goals in the UPL. Um, the only team that scored a fewer amount of goals is Obolon. Um, with four goals and Alexandria has only managed to score five goals in the UPL. They are also on a pretty rough run of form recently. So after their two their first two matches of the season, which both were 1-0 wins, since then, Shakhtar, 2-1 loss against Zoria, 0-0 draw against Policia Zhutomir, 3-0 uh, loss against Vorskla, 1-0 uh, loss against Minai, draw 1-1, and then against Chornomoritz, 5-1 loss. Leave it to Dinamo to the team that they get back on track with the win against, which is honestly probably not too far off from the truth. But that's the standings as well as the recent form uh, from Alexandria. What do you both think we can expect from this match? Yeah, the game against Alexandria. What to expect? Hmm. After after the Obolon game, I'm not sure anymore. Uh, I know we play on Sunday. It's on my time is 5 p.m. So still a lot of time. Um, and uh, I think I mentioned Vanat is gonna be ready for that. Uh, at least what uh, that's what Zvierov says. So that's good, I guess. I don't want to see Benito in the other. Other role than impact sub for like last 10 minutes. Uh, well, um, it's hard to say what Dynamo will show because, uh, yeah, after, to be honest, after those two games against Voska and LNZ, I thought uh, maybe it will start to look like that more often. But, uh, well, Actually, it depends on uh, what the other team tactics gonna be. So, uh, if Rotan uh, will watch the Obolon game carefully, he'll know how to tackle Luchescu. And uh, yeah, it could be hard. But uh, well, from what I heard, I think on Tato Take, uh, Rotan is not yet considering leaving, but he sees that his project failed and he doesn't really have a motivation to go further uh, and you can see it from uh, from the last league game they had against Chernomores they lost 5-1 which was like pretty embarrassing I guess not taking anything from Rehochu because I admire the guy and they uh, they've beaten Ruch after the last minute goal I guess so good for them they're still in the cup congratulations um well, so if I have to, I know, get some results, uh, I guess 3-1 Dynamo, just like the last time we played them in the league. I don't expect like a lot of surprises, but I think uh, there will be a lot of goals because like it's usual for Dynamo this season. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, probably we're going to see more kamikaze defending from our centre-backs. <laughs> I mean, again, like, do I think that we'll... Do I think that we'll lose? Maybe not. Would I be surprised if we lose? No. No, I won't be surprised at all. Um, simple as that, really. Um, I mean, like you say... Alexandria, not a great side. Rotani is a mediocre manager at, at most, but so is our manager. And I'd say he's even worse than that. So, yeah, I mean, we have Vanat after we rested him because it was so crucial to rest him for this super important game. Yeah, we're just going to have to see what happens. I mean... Um, you, you you reminded me of something because uh, after the Vorskla game I was like yeah this is a good performance but yeah, I'm not going to get carried away with it I don't think we'll be able to replicate it and and guess what we haven't replicated it <laughs> um, but yeah I mean I wouldn't be surprised if it goes either way to be honest with you at this point I'm not going to make any predictions because like you say we don't know what the number is going to turn up Um. But yeah, I expect more trouble in defence at a minimum. That's one thing I do expect. Um, we have to see how effective Yarmolenko is. Uh, if Bujalski can get a goal after doing nothing the other 90 minutes. Uh, yeah, have to see what happens. But um, yeah, I mean, what's crazy is that like we've lost so many times. Like, And not all of them were in the league, to be fair, but like we still can go top of the league. Like, what? It just doesn't feel right to me. It just doesn't feel right at all. But that's how the way it is. I mean, yeah, I hope, like, as of, like, obviously I want to see it happen, but yeah, that's no, that's it from me. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much at this point in the league, it's whoever's the best bad team yeah. out of the group is what it's going to come down to. Um, you know, just in taking a look at some of the matches, and I haven't really watched Morskla, uh, uh, Alexandria play much this season, but um, I mean, thankfully for us, the Ukrainian Pep Guardiola, Volodymyr Sharam is no yeah. longer there, so we actually stand a chance <laughs> this season. Um, but uh, they, really the main creator and scorer for them has been Shuliansky. Um he's got a few goals and a few assists. Um I think he's pretty much had a goal involvement in each of the matches when they've scored. Um ironically the match that they lost two to one, a familiar name of uh Skorko scored for Alexandria against uh Shakhtar. Of course Shakhtar went on to win the match, but um it's always interesting to see which Dinamo rejects are on some of these mid-table, or just not even mid-table, just UPL sides in general that they uh, that they find their way to and inevitably come back to haunt Dinamo. Um, yeah, also, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And they also have uh, Khalid Vincent, um is currently at Alexandria, which I did not know. Um, but at any rate, yeah, I would say I I feel like we're going to give up a penalty, and then I I think three to one is probably a fair guess for what the result is. But like Dima said, who knows? I would not be surprised if we lose one nil. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, um, was that everything? Was there anything else that we haven't touched upon? Yeah, the new YouTube channel, I guess. What's that? Uh, well, that is like the this company, uh, the bookie VBAT, right? Yeah. And they are the uh, partners of Zbirna, so now they are apparently a partners of Dynamo also. And uh, I think they are doing a similar project than the Zbirna channel, which like uh, shows backstage of uh, uh, of Ukrainian uh, Zbirna during their various endeavors. Uh, and um, I think they're trying to do something uh, like this with Dynamo. I watched the first episode. Uh, the channel is uh, Dynamo, of course. And like half of this was uh, this uh, um, press attaché of Dynamo, the Shahov guy, 
talking with Yermolenko about some movies and stuff. That guy is so cringe, man. He is so cringe. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 cringe, but Yermolenko was like, uh, uh, he wanted to play along and he made a couple good jokes. I think I messaged you guys in the chat. Like he said yeah. that uh, the will be great for starring in the horror movie. Yeah. And I said, and I said, when you said that, I said that I have nightmares about his defending. Yeah, yeah certainly. Absolutely. Yeah. He's defending. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> Yermo, uh, I think he meant the looks, but he at least doesn't look like the guy from Kills Have Eyes. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And what else did he say? The thing that I think sh- should be, could be in the next uh, Substack, Eric. So listen up. Uh, he said that if Dynamo was like the whole squad of Dynamo would be in some movie, this would be a comedy. Very true. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. and this is like the uh, the citation of Yermo. Yeah, well, yeah, we can pin it, it on him. It is a comedy. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't deny it. And later there was like uh, they showed they they were training, and Shaho was also like asking. And Bushan Karavayev and Shaparanko the same thing, which is like okay, but didn't really bring much to the table. Uh, I think I do you remember guys the uh, the uh, all or nothing style documentary? Yeah, uh, when Hatskevich was a manager, I think it was pretty mm. decent. Like they didn't win anything, but uh, it was yeah, pretty good to see. Wasn't there supposed Actually, to be more episodes? Like, I swear they were supposed to make more episodes, and they just never did. Yeah, I've, yeah, I remember pro- that. possibly. I, I think Bebek was doing that, or like or this page of guy. It was actually pretty oh, interesting to see, though. It was pretty. Yeah. interesting. I'll give you. I'll yeah, give... I actually uh, before that I thought like Hatskevich has no clue about managing and tactics, but when I saw his like tactical, um, and then when you saw tactical, it, when you saw that lectures confirmed that he has no. Yeah, idea. but actually, actually they weren't. But um, I don't know. He wasn't looking back. He wasn't that bad, to be honest. Well, listen, <laughs> still, a, still a P teacher. I mean, obviously, he's going to have some knowledge of tactics because you know, as a as a professional footballer, he was very, really quite decent. But you know, another one that was here, you know, not on merit, but on the basis he was an ex player. But anyway, but yeah, but yeah. in so Europe, that was in interesting. Europe, ten times better than what we have now, wasn't he? So you can't, you can't argue. Yeah. So this documentary was interesting. This will be like I think just like a filler, or maybe they'll do something more interesting next episodes because this one was like just talking about movies, which uh, wasn't really that interesting and was a bit cringe, as you mentioned. So, uh, oh yeah, it's good that something is happening around the club because uh, like now we have one competition only and it will stop for three months. So I guess we won't have anything to talk about except transfers in January. But yeah, that's it is what it is. Yeah, because there's going to be so many of the transfers for us, isn't there? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> What do we reckon? Yeah, actually, I think there'll be none and even outgoing uh, also yeah. because, uh, yes, yeah, wow. Chesco wants to. Oh, wow. Poster how how the... make such a bold prediction, Komar, that we don't make any transfers? Yeah, like... but last year in January, we sold Sehankov and Zabani, so uh, yeah, it was that, that pretty is... seismic. Uh, well, we're going to probably range. let go, as we were talking about, we're probably going to let go Shepilev in the summer. It's going to be. Yeah going to be devastating for me and for free like we don't oh, have to pay any cons- oh, compensation yeah. and such so oh no what a big great gonna be so what's what's uh like the, just out of the book question so what's your uh, dream club for Shepelif? where would he like uh, fit the best from the upl or maybe some rubbish europe what do you think I, I have no preference as long as he out, as long as he's out the door, he can go play with the Sidorchuk at Vester. Yeah, 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 Vester <laughs> with Sidorchuk or or um, Girona. Yeah, maybe Girona to to be the cleaner, maybe. But um, because they're top of the La Liga, aren't they? Of La Liga, yeah, they are. They are. But 
The, he could play in Kazakhstan with uh, Besedin and Makar. Oh, or the Basishim Kent, yeah. It's uh, me and Leszek's favorite Kazakh club. Or he Kazakh could play, name, I guess. <laughs> he could play for Osiek. Yeah, Osiek with Harmash. Harmash. Yeah, I've got a good club, uh, good club, and shout out to Alex if if he uh, will listen to that. Um, Kotvica Kobzek today played the Polish Cup tie. Yes, yeah, and they lost on penalties against. Uh, Termalika Brugbet Nienciecza, which is like an interesting club because it's from the village uh, that has like 2,000 inhabitants. So pretty like Kowalivka uh, I believe. Style. I believe. Yeah, and uh, Artem Putivtsev played there. I think he still may play there. No, but... I'm thinking of someone else, you know. Do you remember that uh, Icelandic player, Arne Wilhelmsson? Do you remember him? He played, yeah. he played for oh, Chor- yeah. in Kolos. I swear he played there at some point as well. I'm pretty Possibly, sure. Possibly, but Artem Putivtsev also played there. And I remember uh, Zbirna had such shit situation with centre-backs that uh, someone called him up and he played in some oh, game. Did, it was he? terrible. He did. God, yeah. like... Dark times. Those were yeah. dark times. It's not that much better now, mind, but we've got um, Magvienko. Maguire. Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> And we're having to call up Popov because, uh, well, at least it's not Djachuk and uh, Sirota and Bilovare. But yeah. Yeah. Right. And do you know what? Do you know what? I've just got this thought, right? Because I mean, I know he's injury prone, right? But for me, surely it would make more sense to have Burda than Bilovar and Sirota and uh, what's his other name? Djachuk and all of Surely it makes more sense. Like he can't be any worse. If he's, if he's, yeah. Even if he's injured, I agree. I'd still rather have him play with one leg than any of them not. <laughs> yeah, but do you know who's back to uh, to Ukrainian football? I think we didn't mention it. Yevhen Hacheridi to uh, amateur Kyiv Oblast Championship. Bring him in. Why not bring him to in? Something Ivankiv, right? Yeah, no, was Ivankiv. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, no, no, no. Do you remember? He's, he's there to earn money, apparently. <laughs> according to you remember yeah like they pay a lot of money in a yeah, so it's a very rich league yeah very rich lucrative league that is like the Ukrainian equivalent of Saudi league apparently I've heard but um yeah he's not even that old is he? he's what like 35 which is yeah he's getting on a bit but he's not super super old yeah he's like three years without any um football yeah. so but he was washed like he was yeah. even at like uh like 2018. I don't know, I don't remember how exactly how old he Dynamo was. Brest, like he had uh, like some argument with the owner there uh, and yeah. just... who did he not have an argument with? Yeah. Maybe Kvartiani. <laughs> because he lives until <laughs> today. Yeah. And he's not buried in yeah. some volley yeah, uh, forest. Yeah. There would be no Hachiri, like you say. Yeah, so oh, anything you know, else, guys? He, he, um, you know who he had the the argument with was Desma. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. He came back and was training with Desma. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think there's there was something that happened when he was at Dynamo Brest because I think he was there at a similar time that Milevsky was there, but I think Milevsky won the Belarusian league with them. I don't know if Hachariri did, but I think that their time there overlapped, but then he came back to train with Desma and had like an yeah, argument. Noyok was there, I think, also. So Who was there? New York. Alexander Noyok, the gypsy oh, he guy. Was. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. He was. Gypsy, yeah. But yeah, he had an argument with Desma about his contract and ended up leaving. Um, but I would take him back in a heartbeat. Like the dynamo hard for a coaching job, yeah. Can't be any worse than what we've got now. I agree. I agree. Um, all right. Well, I think that is gonna do it for this episode. Um be on the lookout, listeners, for a our latest Substack post, which I think will be going up on Saturday morning. Um, so myself as well as our writer Andri are currently working on that. Um so like I said, we'll have some good uh, good stuff in there for this week's newsletter. Um, and again, we have our match uh, this coming Sunday against Oleksandria. And that is it. I think it, what time is it for you, Komar? 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Okay. So I think for 
Dima, what time is that for that you? Makes it four p.m. for me. Four p.m. Okay, I want to say that that's going to be like maybe ten or eleven U.S. Eastern yeah, time. Yeah, I think so. Um, something like that. But it's my time go... minus six. Your time minus okay, so eleven. Um, okay. Hopefully, Dinamo can secure three points from from that match, and uh, we can bounce back after the cup match again or the cup match loss against Obolon. Um, Dima, if anyone wants to get in touch with you. How can they do so? At Boulevard Fan 40. No, it's that 1927 Dima as always. That was funny. Um, Komar? I thought you were going to say Yana Surkis or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so mine is at Ponomar in Kostan. <laughs> yeah. Not Ivani Senya standards for sure. Oh. But yeah, uh, really, really, it's Dirt Sandwich 96 as usual. You know, I can't. Are you talking about the former Zoria player, Ivani Senya? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't really be too mad at him because he scored a very, very crucial Zoria goal in like stoppage time yeah. against Shakhtar that like yeah. drastically hurt their title hopes. So. That memory was a very good memory for me. Oh, he's yeah, but since then he like uh, no, he's still a sipot. The traitor. Yeah. But that 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 goal made me very very happy. Um, and you can find me at Lubovich on X. Um, and outside of that, that's all we had. We hope we've depressed you enough. I know we've depressed ourselves sufficiently, and uh, we'll see you next time.